BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So I think we are all set to begin. Thank you again for, uh, for joining us. We appreciate it. Okay, Tim, are we uh, rolling? From the Fox 6 Studios, this is Open Record. I'm Amanda St. Hilaire. It is Wednesday, May 20th, and today we're bringing you answers from Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers. Fox 6 political reporter Jason Calvi did a one-on-one teleconference interview with the governor. Now, Jason only had about 10 minutes, but he covered a lot of ground, including issues with the state's unemployment system, evictions during the pandemic, the unused state fair COVID-19 field hospital, schools, budget cuts, even how staying at home is affecting the governor's own family life. With that, here's Jason's interview with Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers. The number one question that we get is, is on unemployment. Today, just a, one email from a viewer named Amanda. She wrote us and said, uh, they're impossible to reach. Benefits are being held up until we reach them. It's a mess. After calling for nearly three weeks straight, I still can't get an answer. Um, what do you say to people like Amanda who are still struggling to get their unemployment benefits? Well, we just expanded our the hours that we've uh, that were in operation and receiving calls, but we've also added a new call center that uh, I think has about 200 more people. So we're we're gearing up. I mean, we've had millions of calls. Obviously, do I think that uh, every person should get through? On, right away absolutely so i'm disappointed in that but we're doing what we can to catch up and you know the vast vast majority of the people have gotten their checks you know that doesn't mean that if there isn't pain for those that haven't gotten it so we're adding as many people as quickly as we can expanding those hours so that we can serve people better and i guess the question is why why wasn't this done sooner i mean the original declaration was put in beginning of march uh why wasn't this these extra staff members uh put into the unemployment services earlier than this Oh, we've been at it. We, we added it right from the beginning, but we kept adding. I mean, as you know, we have not a surplus of workers in our state. So hiring people takes takes time, but uh, eventually we'll get to that point. But we, we added people right from the get-go and we, we continue to hire right until, you know, you and I talking today, I'm sure we're still hiring more people. So that's uh, that's critically important. And we've, you know, we're dealing with a 50-year-old system too that uh, uh, hasn't been uh, pushed as much as this one has, but that's, all those are not excuses. We should, we should be serving everyone. And uh, I apologize for those that are still having trouble doing that. One of the questions that I, I really am curious about is evictions. I know your moratorium on evictions goes through May 26th. Right. What's going to happen after May 26th? I'm imagining at that point that we're going to see a surge in, in people being evicted. Yeah, unfortunately, that was uh, one of the uh, results of the Supreme Court decision in that they, it, uh, it did away with the, the, some really important safer, safer at home um, uh, issues and, and orders. But it also, as a result of that, we, we no longer have several other orders, including the eviction one. So I, I'm hopeful that we're gonna find an alternative there, but it won't come through an order. We'll have to find ways to make sure that people uh, have the resources they need to pay their bills. 
So, so right now that eviction moratorium is no longer in place. Is that, is that your understanding because of the Supreme Court ruling? Yes, yes, wow. exactly. Okay, yes. so is that something you're gonna to need to work with Republicans in the legislature on or, or what can be done with the state of well, Wisconsin right now to protect we're, we're, these people? We're, we're trying to access money so that uh, uh, we can help people pay their bills. Uh, in, instead of a moratorium, we're looking for resources to do that. But uh, clearly, uh, at this point in time, it's 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 dicey, and uh, uh, we've got we've got a little time to figure it out. But we we will uh, we will find a way to um, maybe not have a moratorium, but maybe have the resources available to pe for people so that they can pay their rent. Would some of those resources be coming from private organizations? Would it be coming from the federal government? Where would some of that money come from to help these people that are facing Possibly. eviction? We're looking at that likely federal money. I want to ask about the field hospital set up at State Fair Park here in Milwaukee. Uh, it's never been used. Um, some other states are actually disassembling their field hospitals. What about Wisconsin? What's going to happen here and who makes that decision? I'll be making that decision. And we, uh, because we've moved into this phase, we're, we're pretty uncertain as to how this uh, sudden opening up uh, of the state that uh, the Supreme Court caused to happen. We don't know where, where that how that surge is going to look. So disassembling that uh, facility would, uh, would not be a, a good idea at this point in time. So we're going to keep it open. Obviously, that there's some costs involved with that. But, you know, one of the reasons uh, more favorable to have a, a phased-in opportunity would be to make sure that we don't have that surge. Right now, that's an unknown, and we, we need to see how this plays out. One of the things that, you know, we got a lot of big events that were scheduled for the summer that have been canceled, but we do have some events at State Fair Park, including the State Fair, that are still on for later this summer. Uh, if that field hospital is not dismantled, what happens to those events at State Fair Park? Well, it's in a place where, as I recall, an exhibition hall. So either uh, State Fair would have to not use that facility, but that, that won't be the defining factor on, on the decision that uh, the, the board, the State Board, State Fair Board will make. Uh, clearly, uh, having the exhibition hall available to them is important, but that that in and of itself won't be a deciding factor. You know, that doesn't mean we're not going to surge. I mean, clearly, we're in uncharted territory right now. I want to go to education now. Uh, that's one of the curious things about the Supreme Court decision is they said that that part of Safer at Home, where closed schools for the rest of the school year, was still in place. Uh, when will schools in Wisconsin reopen? Well, they won't open the school year for starters, uh, and I and we're working with uh, both the uh, uh, Department of Public Instruction, State Superintendent uh, uh, Stanford Taylor, and and local boards and teachers and administrators to kind of figure that out. But my my goal, and I think it should be everybody's goal, is that we'd open up this fall. But we ha we have to have multiple things in place uh, uh, so that we have a plan A, plan plan B, plan C. But uh, I, I think our, our initial goal has to be towards making sure that, that uh, school opens. We, we can't afford to uh, uh, not have that happen, so I, educationally. So we're, we're continuing to work on that. I think we'll be able to figure that out within a couple of weeks or a month. And then what about college sports, professional sports as well? We've got some big, uh, big sports here in Milwaukee. Um, do you think it'd be prudent for them to get started this summer as well? Well, certainly I, I've had a chance to talk to both uh, – uh, the owner of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers and uh, also the commissioner of baseball as, as well as uh, 
uh, folks uh, uh, in the Packers uh, president. So they're all they're all look, working towards it. They're making sure that they have the information they need to make a wise decision. And so we're, we're in that position to help them think that through. But as far as how it's going to look, I know Major League Baseball made an announcement the other, other day about having games be played, but not in front of fans. So I would think there's going to be some concern about the number of people in a smaller area that uh, uh, is going to help them make that decision. But we're, we're in constant conversation with them about that. With the state budget cuts of 5% for, for various agencies, uh, what about salaries for, for your staff, for yourself? Uh, what about the Supreme Court, legislatures? Do you think that their salaries as well maybe should see a, a little deduction here as well? Well, we're, we're working on all sorts of things right now. We're looking at the 5% uh, reduction, but uh, going forward, we're going to be looking at other areas that uh, uh, we can cut, and uh, it, it's really important. And also we have to figure out uh, – uh, our revenue stream, uh, because uh, taxes are coming in or will be coming in much later this year. We need, to, we need to make some decisions around that. So we need a whole picture before we take a look at, you know, what cut, what exact cuts. We, we started with that, the 5%, and we're going to go out from there. But we need to also understand our revenue stream also. We saw the governor in Minnesota putting, uh, having on the 19th of the month, which is this month in, in honor of the victims of COVID-19, to, to put the flags at half staff. Is that something that you're considering in Wisconsin, anything like that, to honor the victims? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been, you know, of all the, all the issues, political and otherwise, the fact of the matter is there's still a bunch of people that died because of this disease. And so we're, we're taking a look at this exact same thing, whether it happens on that day or not, I'm not sure. But uh, Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's important to everybody. I don't care whether it's around people that uh, wanted safer at home to stay on or not stay on. That's irrelevant. We need to, we need to make sure that we honor people in an appropriate way. Is there anything else you wanted to say to our Milwaukee audience before we wrap up today? Well, I, I just Milwaukee folks, uh, Milwaukee area folks have done a great job of safer at home as they go forward without that order. We're really encouraging people to continue to keep travel to a minimum and uh, and when they can stay safer at home, the, the, uh, that's, that's also encouraged because every chance we get to, to make sure that uh, uh, we're saving more lives and, and, and starting to uh, uh, get that, that virus under control, that's very helpful even without an order. You know, now that you're you know, staying at home, have you, have you anything that you've learned about yourself, uh, any reading that you're doing, any music that you're listening to that you haven't listened to in a long time? No, like it's, that? Been, it's been busy doing this stuff all day, uh, all night, frankly. So uh, I guess uh, uh, my wife and I, we've been married 47 years and we haven't been uh, in the same facility uh, for 24 hours a day ever before. So it's, uh, it's taken a little bit of uh, getting used to, but it's, it's good. In 47 years, you have to you have to try something new every once in a while. That's right. That's right. I'm only married eight years, but I can appreciate that. That's why I actually had to leave here because the kids were too loud at home. So thank you, uh, Governor Evers, for your time, and I really appreciate your your thank time. You. Thank have you. Have a good day. You too. Thank Thanks. You. We are going to continue bringing you more frequent episodes of Open Record as we cover the COVID-19 pandemic. If there's a topic you want us to discuss, an issue you think we should investigate, please send us an email at theinvestigators at fox6now.com. 
Thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Producer Pete, Dave Machuda, Suzanne Barthel, and Sarah Smith. Please subscribe to Open Record if you haven't done that already. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. I'm Amanda St. Hilaire, and for Brian Polson, we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow.